This is Songwriter, a podcast of stories and answer songs. My name is Ben Arthur. Today's episode features a brand new song from musician Miranda Joy, written in response to a book by Louisa Young, a prolific writer whose work focuses on the human connections between the horrific and the sublime. I've written biography, autobiography, children's novels, thrillers. What I really like is where really horrible things meet really miraculous things. And that line, that combination, I find quite an exceptionally rich scene to mine because it's, it's so human. Louisa reads from her book, You Left Early. It's about one of the finest, loveliest men I ever knew who had the misfortune to be an alcoholic. And I wrote a memoir about him because, you know, there's a load of alcoholics in the world and they're often very charismatic, interesting people. You know, there's a great deal of alcohol consumed in the world and a great many people who are very attached to alcoholics, whether, you know, parents or children, relatives, friends, colleagues, or the person you're in love with. And you don't get a lot of help. There's not a lot of guidance, not a lot of light shone on that particular area of human experience. I wanted to write from the point of view of the person who loves the person with the problem and how that problem seeps into everything. You know, alcohol and and most of those mood-altering drugs, there's a reason why people like them, you know? It's because they work for the duration of the time for which they work. They do work. And then, of course, it all goes wrong. But, you know, it's a great drug. It, it, it deals with anxiety. It's very effective. It's social lubricant. Certainly in Britain, I don't think anybody would ever go to bed together if they didn't... You know, none of us would exist over here if everybody hadn't been drinking. You know, it was compulsory to be drunk in Britain until about five minutes ago. Literally, in the Navy, I, th- I think they stopped doing it in the 1970s, certainly when my dad was in the Navy, uh, you get a shot of rum every morning at 11 o'clock. If you didn't drink your rum, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, it can help you stay up all night, it can help you be imaginative, it gives you the confidence, it allows you to talk to the other people that you might be wanting to work with, it deals with all kinds of confidence issues. I mean, if it didn't work well when it was working, it really wouldn't be a problem for them, because it does work for a bit. For a bit. And that's why it's so wicked. It's like all those pyramid schemes or anything else, you know, you think, oh, I'm really onto something here, and you're like, mm-mm. This is Louisa Young with an excerpt from her memoir, You Left Early. Mostly that night we are listening to Chopin. I hate them, Robert says. Arseholes, they know nothing. Who, we inquire. Those arseholes. What arseholes, we say, concern. Critics. Who? Where? We think he must be referring to something in the paper, or recent... Certainly neither Truncheon nor I have said a word against Chopin. We wouldn't want Robert thinking we are against Chopin. It becomes apparent that nobody has called Chopin second-rate for some years, when somebody, it wasn't apparent who, did. It comes up that I have never knowingly heard Puccini's opera La Boheme. Robert is appalled by this state of affairs and cannot let it continue. He rumbles about in a pile of cassettes, throwing unwanted ones aside till he finds it and puts it on. We are to listen to it. It is essential. We refill our glasses and subside swoonily. The thing is, he says, lounging back in a zigzag of skinny torso and crossed legs on the sofa, 
there is no orgasm. Listen, all build up and build up, but no orgasm. Soon enough, Rodolfo, it's Jose Carrera's singing, is catching hold of Mimi's hand on the floor because they have dropped the key in the dark and telling her in his heartbreaking bravura romantic tenor that it doesn't matter because they have the moon and he's a poet, he writes, he lives. I am blown away like Cher in Moonstruck. The singing, the beauty, the emotion. I'm lying on my back on the horrid new carpet in a state of considerable ecstatic delight. The piling up of the music, oh my God, this is so beautiful. No orgasm, Robert cries. See, the bastard's doing it again. Shut up, shout Truncheon and I. We're busy being blown away. Mimi is responding, telling Rodolfo who she is. Mi chiamano Mimi, ma il mio nome è Lucia. They call me Mimi, but my name is Lucia. How she embroiders roses and lilies in her little white room under the rooftops, where she lives alone, and the first kiss of April is hers. How sweet is the scent of a flower. And then just when she is reaching the peak of this gorgeous, spiralling, climactic moment, Robert shouts, There, did you hear it? What? we snap, wrenched from our reveries. Talk about no orgasms, Truncheon says. You keep pulling out. But Robert is up again and over to the stereo, rewinding the tape, fag between his teeth. Replay. Mimi, Barbara Hendricks, takes up her magnificent song again, in mid-bar, heading for whatever he says about orgasms, some kind of climax. Wait, he says. It's coming. Folia, folio la spio, she sings. Così gentile il profumo di un fior. There, he shouts. What? Crunchin and I cry. For God's sake, man. Oh, fuck's sake, he grumbles. You've no fucking idea. Rewind again. Pay attention, he says. Sit up. He presses play. Okay, he says. Now, listen. Okay? Okay? Now. What? We are genuinely uncomprehending and bewildered. What is he hearing that we are not hearing? What is he so desperate to share? Dear God, he says, fucking hellfire, I don't know, fucking southern Philistines. What you just heard three times is no less than the finest use of the triangle in Western civilization. We listen again. It was impossible to determine if you didn't know what you were looking for. Once you knew it was there, it was sublime. And now for the song written in response by songwriter Miranda Joy. What struck me initially, um, so not only it being such a personal piece of writing, yeah. um, was that so much happened. Um, there's a lot of narrative. And I was trying to, for so long, trying to think which bit should I pick out. And, I'm, and I, I, think I, I think I did know, really, that the, the best way was to go for more of a feeling and then write about the feeling, rather than try and write a narrative response. And there's a lot of movement between the major and the minor because I feel like there's like, it's not all sad. Mm. It's not sad. It's, it's just... It, 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 it's a sad song because it's um, it's grief, but it's also trying to capture sort of positive moments. And yeah, I, I think overall it is a really sad song. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had um, had a, a very long t- uh, term relationship that ended, 
I mean, it isn't terribly sad in any way. It was just a big transformative time of my life. And again, it's sort of like losing somebody that's been a constant, that's not there, and there's a space there. All of my songs are me processing feelings, um, and that, which is why I haven't yet really managed to write a happy song, because I don't ever have to sit and think about those emotions. I enjoy being happy, and it's nice, so I just wallow in it, whereas when you feel an uncomfortable emotion, it's like you want to get it out in some way, and you want to try and understand it and unpick it to make yourself feel better. This is Miranda Joy performing a song she wrote in response to Louisa Young's You Left Early, live in the clock tower of St. Pancras Station in London. Play. 
That was Miranda Joy playing Carry You Around, inspired by Louisa Young's You Left Early. The next episode will feature a story from Amy Turn Sharp and a song written in response by my friend Parker Paul. I wanted to remind everybody that I'm still looking for an artist to write a response to a story from Michael Ian Black in the final episode of this season. All you have to do is write a response to any song or story from Songwriter and tag me with it on social media. Or, if you're shy, feel free to email me at benarthurmail at gmail.com. I'm always delighted to hear from listeners, especially from folks in far-flung places like Taipei, Vega, Baja, Lagos, Hanoi, and my most devoted listener in Scovland. I see you there. Songwriter is now a part of the American Songwriter Podcast Network, along with some other amazing podcasts. Make sure to check out americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. And you can always get early access to the Songwriter Podcast at Paste. Just go to pastemagazine.com and search for Ben Arthur. And while you're there, check out the Paste Podcast or get it wherever you get yours. Finally, thanks as always to Acoustic Cafe. Acoustic Cafe.